Daily Tennis Tip, Episode 223. What would John Isner's tennis game be like in the 1990s? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Well, sitting around on the couch thinking about tennis, I know how you feel. Try out my Accelerator Tennis System, a fresh start guide on how to play smart tennis. It's evolved over the years from 30 years of teaching tennis. Just take this knowledge, insert it onto your game, and see your game accelerate. It's no joke. I got case studies to prove it. Log on to BackhandCity.com and check for Accelerator Tennis System. Or just click on the link in the show notes and you'll see a five-minute video explaining the system. Well, today's topic, what would John Isner's game be like if it translated to the 1990s? Now, this is kind of super interesting because in the 90s, the game was played as fast as it is today. But the difference might be the court surfaces. Now the modern game has really slowed down, especially in the early to mid-2000s, where they started putting more sand in the paint job on hard courts. This really slowed down the surface and allowed more baseline rallies. They also changed the grass at Wimbledon. They used a hybrid grass, so rather than a single blade of grass, they intertwined two different types of grasses together to make it a more tough and rigid surface so the blades wouldn't bend over as much and slow the ball down. So if you look at old school Wimbledon highlights, there's a lot more serve and rush volley, whereas now there's more baseline play. So the court surfaces have a huge influence on the style of play and how you can attack your opponents. So that's Tip number one on what would John Isner's game be like in the 1990s. He'd be dealing with lightning-fast tennis courts, especially the grass courts at Wimbledon. Tip number two here for what John Isner's game would be like in the 1990s, playing styles. People play a lot different now than they did then. There was a lot more all-court players back then. There was a lot more players that served in volley. In short, there was a lot more variety. Now, everyone is pretty much aggressive baseliners. You could probably count on one hand somebody that chips in charge or serves in volleys on a regular basis. So why do the playing styles change? Well, these players adapt to the court surfaces and a lot of the values we're going to go through here that would affect somebody like John Isner's game in the 1990s. So one is court surface. And two is playing styles. A lot more aggressive baseliners now than there were in the 1990s. Number three reason, training. And I'm going to throw recovery in there as well. And here's a typical example of training and recovery compared to the 1990s as opposed to now. I remember watching a Gustavo Quirton match at the U.S. Open. And what players would do after long four or five set matches to get rid of the lactic acid, they would go back in the gym at the training center there 
near the locker room and they do a light treadmill or bike workout for a half hour to flush their legs out. Now technology and training has evolved. Players do ice baths. They no longer do that light workout after the match. So you take five or six of those little training things and suddenly you've got different tennis players. The ones now are simply bigger, faster, and stronger. Tip number four is diet. Mats Vilander always made fun of this. He basically, when he was number one in the world in the late 80s and early 90s, he said he had no diet. He just ate pasta. And I think Borg and Connors before that, Borg was a big fan of just eating steak. Now, the diets of Novak Djokovic, Roger Federer, Rafa Nadal are very, very different. They have a great mix of protein and vegetables and pasta, and everything is really scientific. In fact, Novak Djokovic reinvented his career when he started changing his diet, and he got rid of gluten. So what's the effect of all these changes? If you could just take John Isner today and put him on one of those old-school tennis courts, like a really fast Wimbledon court, what would the effect be like? Well, He's already probably the most efficient and dominant server in the history of tennis. You've got him, you've got Karlovich, you've got Anderson, you've got Raonic. But Isner, by far from his peers, has the greatest serve. So he would be almost unbreakable in a 19-9 Wimbledon grass court match or a slick indoor surface, which would be really interesting if you love serve and volley. If you didn't, it might get kind of boring. Richard Krychek used to play that way, and he would do really well at Wimbledon, and the matches were a bit of a snooze fest. And it's one of the reasons Wimbledon wanted to slow the surface down, because they thought the matches were just becoming very one-dimensional and quite boring. The other thing that would hurt Isner is, statistically speaking, he's one of the worst returners in the world. So if the other player was playing on just the fast surface, his matches would not be very fun to watch. It would just be a bunch of aces that led to a tiebreaker and not a lot of rallies. So I think in short, tennis has done a really good job of evolving, whether it's the court maintenance, whether it's the playing styles, whether it's the training regimen, or it's the diet and nutrition. Tennis is really in its prime right now. Think about it. You got Djokovic, you got Nadell, you got Murray, you got Federer. All these guys are so interesting, and they're all benefactors of what tennis is doing today with those four elements. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to log on to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. You get notified each day with a fresh episode. And if you're already ready to get back out in the courts like most people are, do me a favor. Log on to BackhandCity.com and start your free Find a tennis partner profile. Just enter your first name and email address, and then once you're in the dashboard, you can decorate your profile with your favorite picture, and you can start looking for tennis partners today. Thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. This is Brian Lutz at Backhand City. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's when push comes to shove.